Good morning. My name is Margaret Weaver. Welcome to Monday Morning with Dr. Margaret. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Again, let me say welcome. Delighted to have you with us this morning. Continue to pray for us and encourage others to join us by going to Margaret O. Weaver on Instagram and Margaret Weaver on Facebook. Another option is to go to this website, buzzsprout.com forward slash 1754492. That's buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T dot com forward slash 1754492. Today, we will focus on this topic, Restoration Through Repentance. In Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4, the New King James Version, we find these words. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, You only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Let us pray. How great thou art, O God! How great thou art! We thank you that you invite us to come to the throne of your grace. It is there that we find mercy. Bless us now. Bless us with your presence. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. One of the most remarkable stories about David is found in 1 Samuel, the 24th chapter, verse 4. And what we find is that David had the opportunity to kill King Saul, his enemy, in a cave, but he did not. Instead, he cut off part of Saul's robe as evidence that he was close enough to him to have killed him. This shows us that David was an honorable man. But this same man, who did not kill King Saul, his enemy, on another occasion when his back was against the wall, made arrangements to have a soldier who was loyal to him put at the front lines so he would be killed. Why would David do such a thing? Because David had slept 
with this soldier's wife, Bathsheba, and impregnated her. He had her husband brought back from the battlefield so he could sleep with his wife, but the soldier refused to sleep with her because his fellow soldiers were still away from their families fighting. David thought having this man killed would solve his problem, but it did not. One day, the prophet Nathan confronted him about his sin. When confronted, David could have argued with Nathan or even had him killed. After all, David was the king. Instead, everything came crushing down on David, and he experienced conviction, which led to confession and repentance. In Psalm 51, David confesses and repents of his sin. He literally pours out his heart to God. What does repentance do? First of all, it breaks the power of the sin. Unconfessed sin is bondage. Even if only you and God know about the sin, it keeps us in a stuck place even when we engage in denial. It is like always having an albatross around our necks. We do not feel free because we are not free. David said in Psalm 51, verse 3, My sin is always before me. Sin creates an internal disconnect. Repentance restores the estrangement and dis-ease we have with ourselves. Then repentance restores joy. David lost his joy after his adulterous relationship with Bathsheba. But it took the confrontation by Nathan for him to address his joylessness. After David confessed, he cried out to God, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Sin will destroy your joy. And the longer sin is unconfessed, the risk is that we can become acclimated or used to a life without joy. Until Nathan spoke to David, it was as if David accepted his joyless existence. Sin can make joylessness our new norm. Most importantly, repentance restores our relationship with our God. David says in Psalm 51, Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. 
Confession and repentance of sin removes the barrier that blocks us and creates a disconnection with our God. Today, let us say with the psalmist in Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting.